Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring, and I'm with the usual Brian, Nick, and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? Terrific. I'm good. I'm good. Terrific. Great. Brian, how are you doing? Great. Great. Okay. Yeah, you know. So, what, one word answers, but that's all right. Um, as always, we are your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four underscore podcast for more exclusive content. Not really exclusive because it's just basically this, but you get the picture. Um, we have a lot to talk about. The NBA season has now been in its second or third week. Second, third week, something like that. Christmas right before weeks. that. So it was two and a half, three. Two and a half weeks. Um, but more importantly, the NFL season is wrapped up. Not really for oh my God. Patriots fans, but for other fans of other teams in other conferences and divisions, the playoffs are starting. And playoffs. that is, um, you know... That's that's a big deal, not for Patriots fans, but you know, we've had our fair share of playoff runs. So believe me, Ugh, not enough. Uh, no, I, okay. I think it's yeah. I think it's plenty, Brian. I'm just pumped <laughs> to watch a an NFL game on Nickelodeon. That's gonna be freaking awesome. <laughs> that's you excited to watch? Uh, so which pumped. game is it? It's Bears Saints, right? It yeah. is Bears Saints. Oh, doesn't even matter. That game <laughs> that's not even be close. I don't know. The, they went to overtime the, the regular Saints, season. They did, if, but that if was Kamara, when the Bears. If Kamara can get out of COVID protocol, then yeah, that's yeah. That's he's he's gonna be he's gonna be cutting and, close. And they put the whole they put the whole running back squad, what Murray and everybody, just in the just to be back. safe. They did everyone in the backfield just to be safe. And God forbid they all get COVID. I mean, that whole well, they really need Kamara because Drew Brees can't really do well, anything anymore. They did yeah. throttle the Panthers without the backfield. So the Panthers, wow. Actually, I know, but it yeah, was like that, it was like thirty six. It was like absurd. It was like thirty six yeah, to yeah, seven yeah. or something like that. But also the Bears stink. Like they're they're just trash. So that game's not going to be anything. Montgomery's um, starting to heat up. There isn't really like a game where it's like, although Ravens Titans is a great games. game. Ravens no, I Titans. Think, I think Colts, Titans should honestly, win. But I the Bills, Bills win by Browns. 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 Steelers. Browns win. If the Browns can get their receiving core uh, all healthy, Browns oh Steelers. I'm I'm excited to see I'm excited to see if Chase Young can hold true to his word. Take on Tom oh, Brady. Oh, facts! That was so funny. Very well, excited. That's the only for that. way you're gonna take him down. I mean, you saw earlier in the season with teams like the Rams and the Saints when they got pressure to to Brady. I mean, you see what he does, and also just make him force the ball downfield. It's really what you got to do. Seahawks, Seahawks, Rams. That they always seem to play each other close now these days. I mean, if Goff's out again, he's out for the year, right? Uh, he's playing now. Yeah. If golf, if golf plays in different conversations, but no, the Rams um, are going to get throttled. They're bad. Yeah, it's over the Seahawks. The Seahawks are kind of bad. bad. Like, they they play two. They weeks match ago up well against Seattle. Seattle I think the Rams can't score. Yeah, but no, I, think, I think they match up. I think, I think they the match Seahawks up well against now, Seattle because Rams the Seahawks the ground. can't like the past five weeks. The Seahawks have not put up. That's going to be a weird numbers. game. It's going to be a weird it, game. I was just going to. But before after Nick was going to be done talking, I was going to say. I was going to give this the weirdest game of the playoffs award because it's just going to be odd because both teams are in weird situations. This is disrespectful. I'm, I'm just I'm looking at the uh, all the games and the spreads and stuff. Baltimore's three and a half point favorites on the road against a team they Baltimore's lost to in the regular rolling. season. Because Baltimore's found their rolling like Baltimore's they're, they're found their stride. Points. They've they've won their last what five games. Congrats! They played four, five a, games. a total amount of teams of zero talent. Well, they, they beat, they the, beat Browns. the Browns. Yay! It's the Browns. Yay! You're the one that was hyping up the Browns like the best team in the NFC North for so long. 
You're the one that was hyping up the Browns so much. The Browns. So were you? Not you said really. You, no. But you were, and the and they well they beat the Browns, and I think I think the I think the Ravens are a good team. Um, obviously the winner of that game gets to play Kansas City. So you. But, yeah, you know, Tampa's loving life right now. Though oh, I, I, wish, I wish they reseeded after the first round because I think they always that, did before this. I mean, yeah, I think a, a, I think if a five seed, you know, five seed, you're the best team of the wild card. You're the best wild card team. You know, you're playing the four seed. It's almost an even match. If you this win, this is actually oh my god. <laughs> if if you win, I don't think you have to play the one seed. I mean, also yeah, the looking two at wins and the three wins. Another random thing. So, well, so, I mean, what if what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know it would make like what are you supposed to do? It would there? make sense that it would make sense the two and three win, but I'm just saying, like, you know, just I mean, that's just how it works. Like, the, if if you wanted to, I mean, that's just like too bad. Just what was it, Brian? You were gonna say? Um, so four of these games are gonna have fans. Um, really? all the Sunday well, games. Pittsburgh have fans. is right. Pittsburgh has been. Pittsburgh has fans. New Orleans has fans. They've always been, but the Titans they're not going to have, have obviously not full capacity. Not full. No. Well, yeah, nobody's ten, having full 10, capacity. Teams have had, but so most Buffalo teams have had fans the whole year. Not most. Like ten, Pittsburgh like did. Six teams. No, Pittsburgh started in like later on, but they six teams. I think the whole league did. Regardless, Buffalo, the lowest uh, tickets are starting at thirteen thousand dollars. Wow. Well, First Bills home game since the '90s, and uh, they haven't had yeah. fans all year. So talking are... about talking about fans, the freaking Rose Bowl looked like it was 75 percent capacity. There oh were so many God. freaking people there. Dallas, yeah, Dallas it was has packed. AT&T Stadium so has been nor- like 50,000 the whole year. So uh, many. People. The Rose Bowl it was, was ridiculous. 16,000. 16th. It just looked like it was a ton of people. Their own at at t at t is holding a is holding a high high amount. Yeah, there were so. No, I they had look, a graphic pregame. The stadium holds eight thousand. The stadium holds eight thousand. They had sixteen. t holds like one hundred five. It just looked like there were a ton of people. They probably moved down and camp, no, compacted the seats and stuff. But to me, when be. they panned out on the fans, it looked like there were so many people there. It looked packed. Maybe I'm thinking of the Bama game. Yeah. That's what we're, or maybe I'm thinking of the other game. In the other game, yeah, it could be. The other game was like three thousand. Yeah, maybe the other game was. One of the games was sixteen thousand. It was twenty-five, and it was twenty-five percent capacity. Still, it just looked like there were so many people there, um, and freaking Devonte Smith balled out. He's a bug. god. He's ridiculous. No, yeah, AT and T seats eighty thousand. Yeah. ADT at huh. Stadium seats eight thousand. It says it attendance up. right here eighteen thousand three hundred seventy three. Capacity one hundred thousand. Wikipedia's really. Drag. Just so they, like, they, I just look. I don't know why they have they have, have twenty five percent. So they're holding. It looked 20, like there 20, were a lot of people. I Wikipedia. I Wikipedia says AT and T Stadium. The stadium seats eight thousand people, making it the fourth largest stadium in the NFL. Wikipedia is really reliable. Yeah, why would you trust Wikipedia guy? I don't know. Because anyone can say anything about anything. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Shut up, Leo Scott. <laughs> All right. Um, so you know you're yeah, getting the best, the best advice. The Saints should handle the Bears. The Seahawks and Rams will be an interesting game. Tampa's love and life. The Bills are rolling. The Steelers and Browns will be interesting. And the Titans-Ravens will be interesting. So we have some interesting playoff I Actually, games. my one upset would be the Bears because I think the Saints just choke like nobody's business. They are. Again. Except the, so do the Bears. Bears stink. The Bears though, like, also suck. So they, I mean, their like, offense can't get anything going in, and uh, it's going to be low scoring. Scoring, scoring. I think my one upset would be the would be the the football team. 
No. Eh, nah, I don't think so. Yes, I mean, with because the top five defense, defense is it's, good, it's, but Tampa on, puts up 40 points a game. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tampa Bay has beaten one team above 500 this year, and it was Green Bay. Okay, really? Green Bay is the one seed. They've lost to every other team above 500 they've played. How many and others they, have they played then? They're five. what, 11 and I think five? They're, one, they're either one and five oh, damn, or one and four suck. against teams above 500. Doesn't they lost matter. The, the football three, team the Rams, is seven and three, nine. The Saints, they got throttled. Lost yeah, the Saints really... twice, Chiefs, Rams. Raiders were at 500. Okay, but they're not playing those teams. Yeah, they're playing they're a team playing below a team. 500. It doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly, I'm they're playing saying. a team below 500. What are, what are, what are those? I mean, I'm just, I, just, I just, I don't know. I think that Washington can, can pull it off in a close game. They, they, uh, Tampa struggled with the Giants early on. I mean, I, I just – Everything was a long time ago, but since then, Tampa really hasn't played anyone. But then the season, Brady's been going off. They haven't really Detroit, um, Atlanta, like Carolina. They haven't really played anyone good to end. The See, season. that's that's the beauty of what the Patriots. So now you're thinking, is. oh, the 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 Buccaneers are so good. They're killing all these teams. Yeah, but when they get to play a team that's as good as them or better than them, they can't find a way to to win. That's ex- but that's exactly what Brady did when he was in New England. So why would it be any different? His last season, we hit one, either his one of the, I think it was his last season or the season before that, there was a year where we were like almost undefeated against teams above 500 and had like a terrible record against teams below by 500. We lost like the okay, Titans, or but that doesn't the Jaguars, a Steeler. I mean, we lost to those were that was the year we lost losses. to Detroit on Sunday night, week three, 2018. Right. We won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, so we won the Super Bowl. Even so, even that doesn't hold, true. and we also went 11 and five, same as Tampa. <laughs> so, yes. It Brady, doesn't, it doesn't no, matter. There's no history of Brady losing to the good teams, and Brady's always beaten the good teams in New England. It seems like he's lost to the teams he slept on, like Miami half the time. And I don't think he's in Hard Rock. Them. They seem to always lose. They, when they lose, it's always you know the little games. They never. They always showed up for the big games for the most it's part. It's the playoffs, though. It's not. It's not a little game. I know. I'm just saying. I it's, think it's gonna, totally different. If we're talking upsets, I think Washington's got a good chance to pull off an upset. Their defense is. They got a lot of confidence defensively, and I don't know. I just think if any team can do it, it's Washington. Honestly, I can also see. I don't think they're gonna win, but I could also see if if uh, uh, the Bills catch Indy on a good day, then I think that could be a lot closer to a game because Indy has been like we all say about pretty much every single team. I feel like has been a weird team where they've looked really good sometimes and looked really bad. Like they crushed this Titans and early in the year, and then they lost them recently. Um, they looked really good against the Steelers. They beat the Packers in overtime, so they have quality wins. It's they just lost their Jaguars week one. Here's my They just issue need their with... defense to show up. That, and then here's, I think it'd be and a their, lot closer. And their run game with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, oh, they, he went off last or yesterday. Oh, yeah. Off. They, well, I mean, they were playing Jacksonville. Let's just take a moment to congratulate the Big Four fantasy champion. Okay, no, I no, no, no. set my lineup. I forgot to set my lineup. I Even still, if you did, you still would have lost. I made. I looked to see all the guys you would have put in. You still would have lost by five or six or seven. Something like that. Whatever. Ah. Okay, the moment's over. Now, I think Jonathan Taylor Champion. could put up. Woo-hoo! I think Only Jonathan Taylor could put up near. Nine and four, basically 11 and four. I'm a bucket. Woo-hoo. Okay, go ahead, Nick. I think Jonathan Taylor can put up 150. CEH put up 160-something against the, Actually, the Bills. Actually, 13-4, and four, now that I think about it. But I, I just I think that at the end, of the, I think, you know, the, the thing that's killed Indianapolis against Pittsburgh was they gave up 28 points to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Steelers' offense was terrible. Well, they were in a very big cold streak. 
wide receivers had brick hands. Ben Roethlisberger couldn't move the ball downfield. He was just doing dink and dunks to Deontay and Juju. He was throwing picks. And he gave up 28, 28 points to the Steelers. Majority of those points in the second half. And the strength of Buffalo is they have a juggernaut of an offense right now. It is absolutely well, it's unbelievable. They, they look is, like Alabama. Well, they are oh my absolutely. Hold on, hold on. They are absolutely rolling offensively. So even even if Buffalo insane. catches even if Buffalo catches Indianapolis on a good day, Indianapolis is going to have to score well Buffalo over thirty five points. Buffalo to win. scored fifty six without scoring in the first quarter. That's I ridiculous. Mean, Buffalo is just their offense. I mean, I, I, I can also see Indy winning because Rivers, they got the experience, Allen. I mean, Rivers I'm not talking has about more I'm experience. Talking about defense. I'm talking about defense. Yeah, defensively. Right now, Indianapolis is – right now, Indianapolis defensively hasn't – I mean, they look great I know. at the start so of the what, year. But so what at the ha- end of yeah, the year, they have been looking say, great. And they're playing say what to ha- Buffalo's strength, and their offense isn't necessarily the most electric thing you've ever seen. What happened to them? Are they all injured? Because I swear, for the first five weeks of the season, we were talking about Indy's defense as being like the best defense in the entire league. It's a, it's a, the league is offenses some as Nick far Saban superior said, right now. It's right, right now offenses right now thirty five. You know, you, you you turn the clock back a decade, thirty. You score thirty something points in a game, you're chest up. You're like domination. Now you score thirty something points in a game is just a normal Sunday. No, I know, but so, I've said... I mean, the, Indy's defense has been good, but when you get an a, a combination of a juggernaut offense that Buffalo has, no. and, you know, yeah, defense can be good, but they're still you're still looking at over upper 20s, low 30s points a game, and with Buffalo's offense, it's just... I, don't, I, I worry that Indy has the offensive firepower and weapons to be able to compete with buffalo sorry i mean they they don't have the i don't know what happened the to their defense because again we were talking it's their run about game it. that's the best part of their game of their defense I mean, and it's not like buffalo's not necessarily a running terrible team. it's not no, they haven't I no just, they haven't they've been a good defense but they their strength is the run defense that's where they ball teams up the run defense that's how they were able to yeah and that's how they're buffalo able to beat bills them. don't really have one they buffalo pet. don't buffalo's really allen and Diggs is really it's starting to turn out to be a Probably a top three QB right. wide receiver duo. If not top three, then top five. They're up there. I mean, Stefan Diggs is argue is definitely a top five, arguably right. top three receiver this top year. Three. I think yeah, top three. Yeah, I think he's up there with D Hop and Devontae. Yeah, he um, is. he's just been ridiculous. It's, Buffalo it's insane. is and then also, I mean, their defense has also been great. So I don't know. I think Buffalo will. They'll handle uh, Indy, and I Buffalo, think that Kansas City, Buffalo, Buffalo is the AFC biggest championship game battle. Look, oh, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo they're is the toughest. They're by far the toughest competitor f- um, for Kansas City to dethrone Kansas City. It's not even close. For so long, it was set up the set up the pass by using the run. So teams with good off run offenses tend to thrive offensively, at least. Now with Buffalo, Buffalo's doing set up the run with the pass. They're they're passing on first and second down, and they're running on third and short. Not sometimes not even that. And they just using the run they, to set up the pass. A lot of teams use the run. You long way long ago, teams used the run to set up the pass. The running game was the primary feature. First, second down, you run the football, and then you throw it on third down. Now it's first, second down. Buffalo's passing the football, and they're. If the third inches, whatever they run on third down, but they don't even do that often. This one, it's just some. Oftentimes, they just throw all three times, 
and it's just they're throwing a lot more than they're running. So, you know, that's playing into Indianapolis' defensive weakness. Just I can't see how Indy wins this game. I don't think they're going to win the game. I didn't. I never said that. I thought they were going to win. I said that they have a chance if they look like the defense that they have, and they've only let up thirty plus points three times this season. Yeah, um, and so like it's, once in the past six weeks. It's possible. Yeah, I know. Uh, right, but the twenty-eight to Pittsburgh is concerning to me, especially to Pittsburgh. Like it's an did. offensive league. You're going to expect teams to yeah, score. Yeah, I know. Like okay, so like you said earlier, twenty-eight points is just like a normal Sunday. So why is so, that so negative for them? Because they gave up twenty-one points in the second half to Ben Roethlisberger, who can't get the ball downfield to wide receiver core that can't catch the ball against an offense that can't run the football. So okay, Pittsburgh was the low. Pittsburgh at halftime of the Indianapolis game hit their low point of the season, and then. So they made an adjustment at halftime, and they shot right up, and they ended up coming back and winning. They had a 24-7 lead. Indianapolis did 24 or 21-7 lead at halftime. Second half, they lost 21-3. And they gave up three passing touchdowns to Big Ben. Two of them were well over 30 yards in the air, which is something that Big Ben never does, ever, especially not recently. It's a, a completely fatigued Pittsburgh offense. The receivers can't catch anything. We're talking brick hands all over. Ben Roethlisberger is just throwing it short to Deontay. They're getting like three to five yards of play, if that. And Deontay the run Johnson, game is no. 39-yard pass touchdown from Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I Peter said he had Smith two long touchdowns. Yard pass touchdown. Yeah, I said he had two okay, long touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, he had two long touchdowns in that game. I'm I just, mean, I'm it's just, pretty. It's they, pretty impressive turned, for them to put up 28 points when James Conner is 21 yards. He turned it around in the second half, and he did that all in the passing game. And they hit their. They, in my opinion, hit the low point of the season in the second half because they're coming off a loss since they put up seven points. They're down 21-7 to Indy in the first half. They hit the low point and they shot right back up in a split second, and they won the game. Like that was concerning to me how Indianapolis gave up the big play. Just that's just repeatedly. great offense. Yes, it is great offense, but it was an, it, it's great offense by not a great offense, right? So I, I, think, I, mean, I did think, win eleven games without losing. Before, yeah, and the then they played the season, three games in fourteen so. days. The offense looked terrible. So okay, when they but you're the saying half, they played not a three great games offense. in fourteen days. Oh, they're fatigued. Once they get week, once they get a full week off, they look great. They got a full yeah. week off. What happened? They look pretty good. That's yeah, exactly but they didn't have a full week. But now they you're criticizing full, them. They didn't have a full week off against Indianapolis. I said it after the Indianapolis game. I said it after the game. In the game, they had not had a full week off. They were on a short week again. They played Monday night the previous week. They were another short week. Then they went from Monday to Sunday. They were playing another short week. They looked terrible in the first half. It was not at that point in the season. At that point, that offense was not good. They were good in the start. Then the short then the short weeks came in, and the offense was not good when they were playing Indianapolis. It was not. And Indianapolis gave up a gave up a lot of passing yards to not a good offense at that point in the season. I think that's just good offense. Offense that wasn't moving the ball downfield. Yeah, it was good offense. By not it was good offense by a team that didn't have a good offense. Now they're hot. Now they're now they're refreshed. Now they're better. I'm just saying that I think. Sorry, hold on. I just it's concerning to me that that Pittsburgh did that to them. It's concerning, especially now going up against Buffalo. I'm not saying Indy's bad. I'm not saying Indy's bad. I'm just saying I think Buffalo's going to kill them. I think yeah. it'd be close if the defense shows up. They have some players on that defense that can really disrupt. Um, especially in the front seven with Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner. So if they can get to Josh Allen early, then I think that it can be a very different game. Their secondary, I agree, isn't that great. 
Um, but yeah. their front seven is is legit. Um, so if yeah. they can utilize rushing and blitzing a lot um, on pass plays and, and trying to fluster Josh Allen, because honestly, Josh right. Allen is not good passer when he gets out of the pocket and no, when he's not on really, the move. Yeah, right. He needs not to stay in the pocket. Are. Right. Well, well he's also it's like actually one playoff game. Right. It's actually That's shifting true. to that. Um, I think, I, I think yeah. like you said, Luke, you got to get to him early. You got to fluster him, especially with a young quarterback like that. If you get to them early, it's it's definitely going to be beneficial. You have, they got to play like they did against Green Bay in order to have a chance. You have to get to them early, and you have to game plan Stefan Diggs to make sure that he's not open early. If he's open at all, it's late. Like You have to game plan that. I don't know how they do it. They're smart. It's people. hard to do that, too, because Cole Beasley um, has been I, on a tear I think, this season, too. Yeah. Right. I, I, think, I think they have a – I think – Indianapolis would have a much better shot against Tennessee. Now Tennessee's not as good as Buffalo, but they're a playoff team. But I just think, you know, for example, the matchup wise, Tennessee strengths run def- run offense, obviously. Indy's strength is run defense. I just think when you have a team that's off defensive weakness, they're a great defense, but they take away the run, but they it's tough for them to take away the pass often. And when you're playing a team that's so pass heavy, it's just what's what does it matter? Buffalo's not even gonna run need to run the ball anyways. They don't even it's not even part of their game plan to run the football that much. So it's just you kind of take away Indy's – you take away Indy's strength. You're just playing strength to weakness. Now. And you're playing your offensive strength to their defensive weakness. It's just – that's how great defenses look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're – and if you're Buffalo, you got you to gotta make Phillip Rivers throw the ball. There's no question. Yes. You got to make him throw the ball. You got you to gotta make sure that um, – what's his true? You got to make sure the run game is Jonathan Taylor run defense. Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's coming off a huge week. He is weird. Like I I don't understand him. It's just, it's the same thing. Like it's weird players in a weird, weird teams like Indianapolis. Like, did you really expect them to be a playoff team at all? Didn't Harris put up a hundred against Buffalo? Damien? Uh, uh, maybe the game that Cam fumbled like the bum he is. I don't know. Probably. I think Damon had a really good rushing game, and obviously Clyde. He probably had, did because he scored. He one, scored late. Clyde had like one sixty against Buffalo. Buffalo's run defense isn't good. I think John Taylor's gonna have a huge game, even if Indianapolis gets killed. Yeah, but well, who knows? If Indianapolis Buffalo's is down, defense they're probably gonna pass good. the ball. So. Well, know. that's what you who have knows? to do, right? Well, who knows? Um, but yeah. Football games playoff um, next week. Uh, I think the first one is on the ninth. Is that yeah? First one is on the ninth. Um, that's actually the one we were just talking about. Bills Colts one oh five p.m. Eastern time Saturday, January 9th is that game, and then the rest will follow on the ninth and the tenth. Um, you can watch that one of those games. Which one is it on Nickelodeon? One of Bears Saints. Bears Bears Saints. Yeah. Tune into Nickelodeon. I'll be watching it on Nickelodeon. No. Um, but anyways, briefly, we'll go to the NBA. And we were talking about this before we started. But for some reason, and I'm not going to complain because I freaking love it, but the Nets suck. <laughs> it's only been seven yeah. games. Dude, I love when Kyrie, I love when Kyrie's just like, I finally get to play with a player that's as clutch as I am. Kyrie <laughs> misses a three. Katie misses a wide open shot mid-range a wide open mid-range shot that is his bread and butter against charlotte yeah i just like i like it and again it's it's, it's crazy it's super hard to judge 
with seven games, and we won't be able to judge who's really legit and who's not for I, – I, my guess is another two weeks, at least when everyone's played about 15 games. Um, but right now it's just looking super weird. Like the standings look super weird with the I mean, Pacers Toronto's magic. Well, the Pacers, the magic, the Cavs, and the Hawks are all, are, are all um, two through five. And then in the Denver's West, the, well, the Suns are good. Um, Denver and, and Dallas is last. Dallas Denver's eleventh. Yeah, De- Dallas is bad. Denver's bad. Dallas is terrible. Um, Luka Doncic is shooting nine point five percent from three. It's weird. It's terrible. <laughs> there are so terrible. Ma- there are so many playoff teams in the Western Conference that even like I'm looking at the standings right now, like it, it looks somewhat normal with Golden, with the exception of Golden State being the eight. Like obviously Denver not being there and D- Dallas looks weird, but. I mean, Clippers, Suns, Lakers, Jazz, Pelicans, Portland, Houston, they were all playoff contenders to start. I think it, it, I don't think it'll Eastern be until – a lot different. Yeah, Miami, I don't think it'll be until Brooklyn, February until teams Toronto. really figure out how how they're going to play this season. It's just going to take time. February. It's yeah. going it's, well, it's well, to be because... the same thing with, with the Celtics. I mean, obviously they, they lose to a winless Detroit, and then they're competitive with Detroit again. I mean, it's just – it's. It's just a short off season. They're going to figure it out. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Jalen yeah, Brown, though, we he's can't, pretty Jaylen good. Jalen Brown's a bucket. Um, That's a beast. But we can't really talk about that because it's really ha- hasn't happened. But um, yeah. So we can go to next segment now. Um, but first, actually, I want to show one quick thing in college basketball. Gonzaga won by twenty plus yesterday, so they're now ten and zero. They've played ten games but they scored the lowest amount of points they have all season. Without looking, can any of you guess how low that point total is? This 87? is the lowest. Nope. 70, 74. Bit. Nope, higher, way higher. 82. Nope, 82. higher. 85. 85. 85. 85. 85. 85. 85. I, thought, I thought it was 87, so I guess it's they, they have played 10 games, and their lowest point total this season it has been 85. I don't see any team beating them the entire season, even if they do March Madness. They're just so – You're my bracket right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going Gonzaga all the way. They're nasty. It's just mm-hmm. insane at this point. Zags um, and foe. Zags and foe. Um, Nick. Okay. Yep, yep, I'm taking it away. Um, we have a new segment. I think we're like, what, this is the fourth time we're it's doing It's not this. really new I'm saying anymore. new, Nick. This isn't, this isn't new anymore. I was going to say this isn't new anymore. That's what I was going to say. We're you said we have a new segment. No, I said, I said that we're doing this for the fourth time. You said so we have a new segment here. That's exactly what you said. That's not what I said. Yeah. It is It is what you said, you, but you how about we just new, move on? It's all right. It's okay. How about we just move on and you okay, get Brian, to your, I want you to take to a your segment? Um... <laughs> It's fourth segment, so it's not new anymore. That's what I was gonna say. I don't know you guys nope. heard once, me wrong. Once, but it's, I got once three it's past seconds. three, it's not new. It yeah, I know. Go ahead. That's what I'm saying. Moving Yesh, on. yeet, or yield. What? Get out of here. Whoa! 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 whoa. Delay of game. Come on. What's going on? <laughs> so I'll make a cut sound. No, um, leave it. No, it's fine. Yesh, yeet, or yield. Andrew Keane, Suns 5-2, and two, are they for real in the Western Conference? Do we need to consider them to be a top team in the West? Um, like I said, it'll take teams until what I think about February, uh, early to mid-February, to really figure out if they're legit. 
budget or not, so I'm going to have to uh, yeah, yield Yeah, half these one. questions I already made, we already freaking talked about in the podcast. So All right, we can still do them. should start with this. Brian. Yes. What are they, 14-2 and two in their last 16 games going back to last year? Oh, yeah. They got Chris Paul. Yeah, but they're completely different. It's almost a whole new team this yes. year. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah. They're a good team. 13. My turn. Do they, well, I don't care. doesn't matter. My turn. Brian didn't finish. You finished. Yes. Brian finished. Am I talking? No, he's not. Um, Absolutely. They're freaking That's five and two. They're sick. They're sick, nasty. CP3, best point guard of all time. Not really, but my favorite point guard of all time. Um, he's absolutely <laughs> cooking. And then they also have Book and DeAndre Ayton. They're just nasty sauce. So, yeah, they're freaking legit. Best player on the team is Jay Crowder, though. Come on. Yeah, Jay Crowder, and they don't have they don't they don't have the uh, the um, worst shooter in the NBA anymore in Kelly Oubre. Oh my God, he's so bad. He is Absolute so bum. bad. No, the worst shooter in the league is the Luka Doncic. Oh, facts. Nine point five percent from three. Is he actually? Wow. Isn't Oubre worse? Nine point five percent. Didn't we see our other day the that Oubre? The same. I mean, he made he he started over seventeen, so he's probably made well, a couple I mean, since then. I mean, yeah. The Warrior or Steph Curry had to drop sixty two. Six point seven percent to beat the yeah, there you go. <laughs> Kelly Oubre is six point seven percent. Right. Three for five threes. Um I say yesh. Yesh. Partially. Because I mean it's not like so yield it's partially territory. it's a yield. Uh, it's not yield territory because I think they're gonna be very competitive, but obviously the West is seventy five percent. Obviously the West is very competitive in itself. So I'm going to say yesh, maybe not top three or four like they are right now, but very much yesh. Chris Paul's making the offense hum. So yesh. Okay, number two, deuce. We live in New England. We talk fast and move fast. Let's get a move on here. Well, I like to move slow. Um, is it safe to say, honestly, because Justin Fields throttled Clemson, is it is it is it really a safe bet to say that Trevor Lawrence has the number one pick locked up to himself? Yes. No matter what yes. happens in the national yep. championship game. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brian, it's not turn. your turn, Brian. Brian, my turn. <laughs> Sorry. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Deal. Um, no question. Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick. You 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 can't base an entire you can't base your draft grade off of one game. Right. Trevor Lawrence didn't play terrible. Justin Fields just had the game of his life. You can't expect that from him every single time. Like, I mean, he hasn't been that impressive. He's not in the Heisman race. Maybe it's because he hasn't been playing that well, which I think it is, or the fact that he only played six games. But I just, no, you can't base who's going to be the number one pick. You can't change it based off of one game. So. Right. The Makes only sense. one that you can change is Kyle Trask. Because that was <laughs> right, but he he doesn't have he like it was like between him and Mac Jones too. Like there was kind of going you know back and forth at that time. So like yeah. it was closer than this may seem. Ryan, um, Trevor Lawrence is arguably the greatest quarterback prospect coming out of the NFL draft of all time. Yeah. Um, that's been said by a lot of people. Oh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence has lost twice since he was in elementary school. Um, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence threw for four hundred and forty yards against Ohio State. Um, just Justin Fields is another Ohio State quarterback that will probably get cut in a couple of years because he honestly might not be that good. 
Right, we're not talking about who's better. We're talking about if he has another one pick locked up. I think all I just said is pretty clear that Trevor Lawrence, Justin Field, I don't even think is the second quarterback off the board. Okay. Look A. Um, I'm going to say yes, but I'm going to say 97% yes. Um, just because uh, Lawrence is good. Um, that loss really wasn't on him. Their defense was absolute butt chips. Um, so it really wasn't his fault. He played a fine game to me. I mean, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it wasn't terrible. The only thing I say, hold the phone on is, and I understand that this man and Justin Fields really have no connection, but I think it would be very interesting if Urban Meyer takes the Jaguars head coach position, then that could be something interesting. I know, I understand that he never coached Justin Fields, whatever, but double Ohio state. It's the only thing. Well, yeah, I, th- I, 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 last time we had a podcast, I, last time we did yes, you know, I'm pretty sure we clean sweeped every question. And it just kind of got to a point where it was repetitive. So I'm going to say no, we did that yield. With the picks. I'm very high on the yield, very high end yes, but I'm on yield too, because this is probably the greatest one of, if not the greatest Alabama team that they've had in God knows how long and probably the history of the school offense. And if Justin Fields, can do what he did against Clemson, A, and compete with Bama, he, dare I say, even blow him out, that he won't blow him out. But if he does, that's where the yield comes in because after being Trevor Lawrence, obviously went undefeated to the Big Ten. Big Ten wasn't great. Penn State sucked, but whatever. Um, they killed Clemson, and then if they do what they did at Clemson to that great Alabama team, he's able to compete with that offense, and he even does above and beyond. I just – and as Luke pointed out, Urban Meyer maybe going to the Jags. I'm just saying, I think that door needs to still. We can't close the door yet on that number one pick just yet. Um, I think I just need to wait to see the national championship game to figure that one out. If he beats Alabama, the door it, it has I'm, to be considered. If Justin Fields it would have plays, to be a, it would have to be almost a blowout, and Fields would have to not. A, it would have to be near a blowout, and Fields would have to go completely ham. If Justin and, Fields to, plays to be the able to exact same game then Bama would still win by 14. Yeah, no, he has to, he has to blow them out. They have, he has to – because the defense isn't going to do what they did to Clemson. To Alabama. Bama's going to score in their 30-something points. So Fields literally has to almost score on every – like Fields, need, it, 40, it, Fields needs to score a lot of points offensively. He needs to have the ball – he needs to have it working. I mean – I just I don't think we can close that door just yet. So, Jets fans, you're Slam. big Ohio State fans this week. Concrete. Okay. Yeah. Lastly, I'm changing this one. Um, the first it was firstly against Buffalo, but we talk about Buffalo so much during the podcast that I we don't. I'm gonna take take it back to the NBA a team that I hate, the moon and back, Boston Celtics. It was talked about on first take. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum debate. So, Andrew, yes, yeet or yield. Is Jalen Brown the number one in Boston now? At yish. And here's why. Lucas said this a million times. There's a why. And um, he says that Tatum and Brown are basically equivalent on offense. Brown is an elite defender. He's much better at defense than Tatum is. But... I do think that Brown, well, as of right now, and I think even back in the bubble, is bet is a better offensive player, and it's 
he's not going to score as many points because he's not taking as many shots. He's super efficient. I mean, he's shooting what sixty something percent from the field. Sixty-six. Yeah, sixty-six percent from the field. Exactly. He's super efficient. His shot selection is amazing, and his defense is top ten, maybe top five. I'm going to see. This is a. I wouldn't say yes. No, or yield. This is just straight. They're both great in their own way. Brown is the more polished player. He knows his role more. Well, I wouldn't say that. He's just more polished. He knows his game more than Tatum does. He knows he can attack mid-range. He knows he can attack the rim. He knows he can shoot threes and make them confident with like with confidence. Um, Jason Tatum just hit a really smooth three. You know, I love okay. to see. Okay. Um, Tatum, on the other hand, has the more flashy game. You know. They both do that. They both can drop 25 30 every single night easily. So they're both great. Brown is a better defender. But I don't think it matters who's better. How do, how do they complement themselves better is what makes, what makes them the best duo in the league. Um, so are you so, yielding? I'm in the. It doesn't matter if they're yield. Sure. Yield, I guess. I'm going to say not yet. Talking. They're not yes, they're I'm not other. No, yeah. I'm going to say not yet. If the question was who's the better player, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, the better player is Jalen Brown just because he's better on both sides. Like they're equal, like Andrew said, uh, quoting me. He's they're the same offensively, but Brown's better defensively. So if the question was better player, Jason or Jalen Brown, but number one option, I wouldn't say Jalen Brown yet because he really hasn't been. So he hasn't proven that he can do it yet. Jason Tatum uh, has, right? Yeah. Jason Tatum proved it last year when Kemba got, went down in March. He had like a 30 to 35 point per game month. So he's proven that yeah, he I can think do it. Was 34 and a half. After 30, something, something like it, it doesn't matter the exact. But Brown hasn't proved that yet. He hasn't been the f- number one option. And with Tatum there, and having him having a year like he did last year, I don't think Brown will ever really get that chance. So I don't know if he will or if I, I don't know. It's just not yet, and I don't know if it will be. Unfortunately, I think he can, but he just hasn't shown it yet. Tatum has. That's why I say not yet. Yield whatever you want to say. This isn't a shocker, but this is the most participation we've all anyone three of you have had in Yeshi or Yield. You guys spoke paragraphs. You never do that. Just saying. Sorry. I'm going to keep this short. Um, Shakespeare didn't say this, but he could have said this and should have said this. Thou who getteth <laughs> the ball in the time of crunch is the number one. <laughs> and who gets the ball in the time of crunch in Boston? Dribble, 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 step back through. Jason like, Tatum. No, 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 no. It was no, a no, much better shot. shot much better shot. Beautiful. Jalen Brown is good, but you find me a team who gives the ball to their number two with the shot clock turned off in a tie game or a one-possession game, and I will say Jalen Brown, until you find me a team or a player that will get the ball, and ISO in that situation, I'm saying Jason Tatum. He's the number one. Yeah. That just that's just is what it is. Himself a little bit of a game today. He sixteen points midway through the second quarter, three for three from three. Guys, a bucket. No, we I mean, went. That's what, not, that's we went bad. what forty minutes without Brian commentating the Celtics game. They're that's both the buckets. You love to see both buckets in Dino. Who else is? We tried. Freaking Pritchard. Yeah, he's the number one option, actually. Peyton Pritchard today. Yeah, I mean, he's already he's he's a bucket today. Even I mean, how many points does he have? He's got nine, three, and one, four for six from the field in nine minutes. Beautiful, 
beautiful stat line. Okay, Luke, do we have any final thoughts? Final, I, I, well, I say final thoughts. Celtics you have right any now, final thoughts? You guys want to go leave and watch Celtics games? So we should do you have any final thoughts, we Nicholas? Go Pats! Go, go Pats, Pats. Brian. Oh, what? Okay, whatever. Go Pats. Whatever. Um, Bill go Belichick, Pats. if you mess this up and draft a freaking lineman with the 15th pick, trade up for we Devontae are Smith. For your head. Trade up we'll for Devontae Smith. That'd be awesome. He wants He's gonna draft the dude Door from uh, from uh, Notre Dame or nah, Trade up for trade up Who? for Devonte Smith. The dude's last name is Door. Door. Yes. Door. We want Kicker. Stafford. What's the key check? Trade up for Devonte Smith. All right, um, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Like, once again, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four Underscore Podcast. Um, we'll see you Thursday. Peace.